When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What should the Patriots' strategy be heading into the NFL trade deadline? Who should they be looking at, and how aggressive should they be in getting those players? I'm Alex Barth, along with Evan Lazar. This is the Patriots' press pass from Gillette Stadium. And, Evan, let's start with that. Before we get into any specific names, how aggressive should the Patriots be at this deadline? Is a first-round pick potentially on the table to move? Is a player-for-player swap on the table to move? Just how hard should the Patriots push to make a deal by the deadline? Well, look, the Patriots can win with the current formula, right? Yep. You play field position, you lean on the defense, you're 6-0 and doing that, right? I realize they haven't played a murderer's Right, the games do get yet, harder. But they are 6-0 and doing that, and I am fully confident that they could probably win the Super Bowl with the team as it is right now. But how many style points do you want? How easy do you want to make it on yourselves? I think that that's going to be the difference in the trade deadline. Is right now, this is college football, right? Right. The Patriots need style points right they would not be getting very many style points on offense right now so how they needed to be easier on the offensive side of the ball I think they could just wait it out and wait out Nikhil Harry and Isaiah Wynn hope those guys come back and give them a little bit of juice or they could make a move but either way I think they could win with the team as currently constituted I will say this that's essentially what their strategy was last year I think that there's an argument to be made that yeah I hate to phrase it this way, but that was the worst of all the Patriots teams to win a Super Bowl. They certainly had to fight the hardest to do that, and it worked out. So I like what you say with the style points, and maybe that kind of comes in in terms of home field advantage, but given what else is happening around the league, and we have another video up on the Patrick Mahomes situation, you can check that out on clnsmedia.com. Maybe not as pressing, but... Let's say the Patriots go ahead. They want to get aggressive. Let's start with wide receivers. Who might be out there? Well, there's two names I think that Patriots fans should really pay attention to, and that is Emmanuel Sanders and Mohamed Sanu. The Patriots have called Denver on Emmanuel Sanders. They called him a few weeks ago. Denver said, we're not there yet. We're not going to tear the whole thing down quite yet. So, you know, call us back maybe closer to the deadline, and we'll see where we're at record-wise. Well, they just got beat by the Kansas City Chiefs backup quarterback and Matt Moore for the most part last night in Thursday Night Football. Ball, that Denver team is kind of starting to fall off the rails a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Bill Belichick picks up the phone again. In the offseason, Mohamed Sanu was almost a Patriot. The Patriots had a deal on in place for Mohamed Sanu. Atlanta backed out at the last second, so Mohamed Sanu is not here because of that. Now, I don't know if their thought process on Sanu has changed now that they're into the season. They've drafted Nikhil Harry. They have Josh right. Gordon back. Maybe the thought process is a little bit changed on that one, but they wanted Mohamed Sanu at one point in time. The last Last name I want to throw out there that people should just, uh, under the radar guy, Alex Erickson on Cincinnati. He's a slot receiver, reminds me a ton of Adam Humphreys. He's on the last year of his contract in Cincinnati and is a player that a lot of teams are calling on right now, just trying to see, you know, feel out the waters and see if the Bengals are shopping him because he's a player that is a perfect example of maybe a bigger role, maybe a better scheme fit could lead to a better production for him. And this edition of Patriots Press Pass is powered by Keeps.com. If you want to take the first steps against hair loss, visit Keeps.com slash garden to get your first month of treatment free. Again, that's Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash garden. All right, Evan, maybe it's not a wide receiver. As, as I said yesterday, I think tight end is the position the Patriots need to attack. 
where can we look there? Is O.J. Howard still realistic? Yeah, I think O.J. Howard would be the one that I would want the most, but I do think you're going to have to give up the most to get a player right. like that. Austin Hooper is another interesting name in Atlanta. They might be able to pry him out of Atlanta now that that season for the Falcons has kind of gone off the rails as well. But I think that O.J. Howard is really the player that I would try to target because he's a solution both the here and in the future for the next couple of years. That really gives you a versatile tight end that can block and catch the ball and really do some things. And I know you like O.J. Howard a little bit. Yeah, no, I do. Not, not, not a huge fan of O.J. Howard, though. No, I mean, he's a good player. I think that he was a little misinterpreted. I didn't think he was very accurately scouted, at least by yeah. the media, you know, the way people talked about him coming into college. But, no, he's sure. a good NFL player, and he can block and catch. There's yeah. so many specialized tight ends now, blocking tight ends, receiving tight ends. He can do both, yeah. which is great New England. Versatility, always good here. There's one more name. I don't want to throw this out, but I want to ask you about it. Sure. Because the Patriots have a tendency, right, of taking guys whose careers are over yep. and revamping them. We've seen it a couple times okay, this year. I have no idea where you're Namely, going Jamie this, Collins. So well, let me ask you this. Yeah. What once great tight end's career has been more or less claimed as over in recent weeks? We're going with Jimmy Graham, right? Jimmy Graham. Oh, no. He's clearly doing nothing for the Packers. Yeah. I well, know he's they're doing still nothing in contention. Because he's washed. That's why he's But doing how many guys nothing. have come here and been washed and then produced? I'm not there's necessarily just... saying they should pursue it. I'm not saying it's realistic. Yeah. I just have to ask you about okay, it. Okay, well, there's a few plays, I think, that stand out for me from the last game for the Packers with Jimmy Graham. If he's not going to win in contested situations and in the red zone, then yeah. what good is he at this right, point of his fair. career? And he really struggled in those two areas in the last time out, in the last, this whole season really a couple of drops in the end zone not winning jump balls not attacking the ball in the air like you like to see if he's not going to be that guy at this stage of his career where he's making catches in traffic with guys hanging all over him then he's really useless for a lot of passing attacks in this league I think that Jimmy Graham is really this could be the last year for Jimmy Graham if it's Jimmy Graham or nobody which way you Jimmy Graham for cheap or nobody I would take him for cheap but okay. I, I really don't know how much Jimmy Graham is going to offer you more than Ben Watson. Like, I think that he'd offer you more than Ryan Izzo, yep. but I don't know how much more he's going to offer you than Ben Watson. He's never really been a blocker. That's never really no, been his game. Block. He he's block. a receiving tight end solely, so they could have some more flexibility with him to move him around the formation. But again, if he's not going to fight for the ball in the air, right. then that's got, that has to be his game at this point because he's not running away from anybody. Again, just a thought. Danny not... Amendola, another thought. Just before, I sure. want to mention the name because I don't want to not cover it. I find it hard to believe that Detroit is shopping Danny Amendola right now. He's owed a lot of money on his contract still for the production that they're getting out of him, but he is a top three receiver for the Lions right yep. now, and the Lions are vying for a playoff spot. I haven't heard anything that Danny Amendola is actually on the market. Yeah, this I wasn't just, really sure where all that came from. This is just a name that I think, obviously familiar name, right. has produced in the system in the past, has huge playoff moments for the Patriots. I think everybody would love to see Danny Amendola back, but I don't think it's realistic. Any other names you can think of, leave them in the comments. Keenan Allen's not happening. Stephon Diggs is not happening. There you go. AJ Green might happen. There you go. But well, I don't think so. More on that perhaps tomorrow. This has been Patriots Press Pass. It's powered by Keeps.com. If you want to take the first steps against hair loss, visit Keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash garden for your first month free. For Evan Lazar, I'm Alex Barth from Gillette Stadium. Thanks for watching.